0: We are here with Ayman al-Hasni, he's uh, from Oman, Uh, one of my all-time favorite countries, and I've been going there for 25 years, and I just see the beauty of Oman, the heritage of Oman. But now, what we are celebrating is some of the growth and development and the transformation of Oman connecting to the future. And the man who's helping us to to articulate that story is, is Ayman, who is the CEO of Oman Airports, He's here at, on the sidelines of the Harvard Business School Crossroads Conference, and he is with us uh, talking to us about everything Oman, everything airports, and uh, everything technology and, and transformation. Hamon, welcome. Good to see you, sir.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for inviting me here in uh, this uh, amazing uh, gathering. Uh, as you know, we've been uh, through a very, uh, you know, uh, uh, tough and uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, strong roller coaster. Yep where we had to open uh, Salalah Airport in uh, 2015 uh, in last year 2018 yes. and uh, we've changed the whole ball game of the uh, aviation industry yes. when it comes to airports uh, nowadays airports are like shopping malls yeah. they're no longer like you know just a, a, a bus uh, stop or, yeah. or you know yeah. a strip uh, of, of runway and, and that's it yeah. so uh, you know uh, passengers now they don't only buy the ticket if they are going transit in somewhere they ask about the airport yeah. and they see what kind uh, of, of services that the airport will offer yeah. so they you just name it you know the cleanness of the toilets they go even that yes. uh, much 100%. the uh, the internet uh, connectivity the uh, the restaurants uh, the the price of the coffee you know Everything uh, that, that uh, the offer uh, the the airport offers.
0: I've I've had the, the the pleasure of going through the airport a few times, uh, and and you're right. I mean, it's it's this uh, omni-channel experience from a retail space, which I was actually finding there, which was very warm. Uh, but as I said in my presentation when I mentioned Oman, is how do we capture the soft side, the culture and the heritage of Oman and and have this beautiful blend and balance and harmony of the future, but also stay grounded in history and culture. How do you balance that? Or do you balance that?
1: Yeah. Well, uh, uh, you know, if you saw the airport, and I'm talking about Muscat Airport yes. now, yes, uh, we tried to actually uh, blend it with the culture and with the, uh, you know, uh, 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 the surrounding of uh, of Oman. Like uh, if you go to Pier A, yeah. uh, you will see it, uh, you know, uh, covered with the blue uh, color because it's facing the sea. Mm-hmm. Uh, pier B, it's actually uh, directed to, to yeah. the uh, east of Oman uh, uh, to, towards the uh, desert and it's uh, the, the colors of the that pier is, is uh, yellow. Yeah. And the uh, pier C is, is green because it's going to the farms and greenery. If you walk in the uh, aisles of the airport, you will see rocks, and uh, those rocks they actually, uh, you know, uh, gives the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, reflection of the wadis that we have in Oman. Okay. So you know, we tried to blend the uh, building yeah. of the airport with the heritage and the history of Oman. Yeah.
0: I mean, Oman was there since the beginning of time, uh, especially places like Salalah, for example, and and to draw that, that that element of culture so for me an airport is an airport which is functionally efficient which I am sure you are but to for me to have a memory and for me to have a desire I would love to feel those things mm. and smell those things the oud and mm. things like that mm. to, to to get a really good feeling from that um, and that to me is, is a differentiator yeah. um, so that's the reason I was asking this question, yeah, is yeah, how do we blend yeah. that? Yeah.
1: Well, see what we do uh, the, in the whole year, we try to, uh, you know, celebrate every uh, event. Like for example, you know, we, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate Diwali, we celebrate, you know, the uh, Muslim, uh, you know, uh, events. Uh, once, uh, one of our staff, he, he uh, gave an idea of, of, you know, having the luban, because the luban is, is a Omani product. And it actually has like the, the Bl- Luban is the frankincense. Yes. So he started it, and uh, it triggers the the uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the fire alarm. So we <laughs> had we had to stop it. <laughs> I see.
0: Fair enough. You have to be careful of these things yeah, too. Yeah. Now you spent uh, over oh, 1.8 billion dollars, which is a chunk of change when it comes to Oman. You've done your homework. I have. <laughs> and at that point, I mean, how do you? How will you measure? I know it's a government-based asset, so you are measuring it through return on, on the benefit for the people. But what are the ROIs? Is that the ROI, or are there other things that you, the, the return on investment?
1: Well, uh, the company is owned by the government, yes. <clears throat> but we work on a very professional, uh, uh, private aspects. Yeah. Uh, the shareholder is 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 uh, at the end of the year. He comes and question us Mm -hmm. as management on the net profit Mm -hmm. on the contribution and uh, the way we work is uh, we do like uh, surveys we do like uh, you know uh, lots of questionnaires we try to get feedback from our customers we make sure that the the customer have a smile at the end of the day in every service that we give Mm -hmm. actually there is like a rating uh, called uh, to to rate each and every uh, service that the passenger gets, whether it is after the check-in counters, uh, security, Mm -hmm. immigration, uh, food and beverage, uh, duty-free. So we we work as a purely private uh, sector company. And uh, believe it or not, uh, with this huge building, with having 100% uh, Uh, cost uh, extra from last year Mm -hmm. because of the big uh, new uh, Masqat airport building, we're still profitable. Brilliant.
0: Yes. If you look, uh, we go move forward to the year, let's say 2025, and you look back, what are the top two, three things you would have achieved by then? Top 20, uh, today we've achieved number 18. Next year uh,
1: our target is top 10 in Masqat and top three in Salalah. There is another target, which is a bit uh, hush, but uh, I think we can achieve. Where uh, today we are managing uh, four airports. In year 2022, we should manage 10 airports. So we are working hard on, uh, you know, uh, doing organic and non-organic growth. Uh, we're uh, also uh, uh, planning on uh, building the airport city mm-hmm. around the airport, whether in Muscat or Salalah or Duqam or Sahar. <coughs> and uh, we would like to contribute to the economy and to the leisure and to the uh, uh, you know tourism sector uh, of the country with those uh, new cities like uh, for example, if, uh, if, if the city has five-star hotels and, uh, and have overspill in that, uh, you know, uh, offerings, yeah. we don't compete, we complement. We do four stars or three stars even. Mm-hmm. So what we would like to do in those cities is to, uh, you know, uh, complement uh, the cities we're in, not to compete.
0: You must be creating a lot of employment, both directly and indirectly. How does, is that impacting the community and the society?
1: Well, uh, we have the uh, you know uh, ICv the in- country uh, value, and we have the uh, community service and and we have certain uh, aspects which the government is actually you know waiting for us to deliver. One of them is the uh, employment uh, you know in in the airport today we have uh, uh, thirty thousand uh, employees in Muscat airport only by itself. If you go to other airports, we have, you know, uh, 5,000 Salala, we have uh, 2,000 uh, each in Dukhum and Sahar. And uh, we are actually expecting, when we build the airport cities, to double and triple those uh, numbers within the next uh, four years. Mm-hmm.
0: So, as we move forward now, uh, on a more micro level, uh, what are the top two or three things you are looking at over the next, say, 12 to 24 months, uh, in terms of the incremental shifts and how you are working towards delivering those more early specific hits.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking uh, thoroughly on uh, artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. We would like to be the smartest airports, uh, you know, uh, in the region and maybe in the world. Uh, this is one uh, element that uh, we're looking at. The second element is to make uh, uh, Muscat uh, not only as a hub, uh, but uh, as an uh, uh, final destination for for passengers, yes. because you know, at the end of the day, we have lots of offerings. Our culture is is is, is a good offering. Our heritage, our you know, uh, mountains, beaches. So uh, I think uh, the next stage is to to make sure that we have like a uh, uh, final destination as as uh, Oman.
0: Do you have a large cargo component uh, associated as, as a hubbing area or is it much, much more to have the physical passenger?
1: Uh, today, we're, uh, our focus more on passengers than uh, cargo. But I think uh, in the uh, airport city that I just uh, mm-hmm. uh, talked about, we will have a free zone uh, area, we will have uh, a cargo zone. Today, our uh, cargo uh, have increased from 2017 to 2018, 35%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a big potential for us to grow. Uh, I think uh, Oman have uh, done a a good decision when they have actually linked airports to Mm seaports. So like Sohar, have a port, a main port and uh, an airport next to it. Likewise, Duqum and Mm Salalah. So we're trying to do like sea air or air sea cargo. Mm -hmm. And we're working on it and it looked like it's picking up uh, a lot uh, nowadays.
0: Because uh, I call cargo the invisible passenger. Yes. Uh, and yes. <laughs> and that exactly. is actually quite important. Exactly. And, uh, and the other one is that Oman's location is so blessed uh, because you're right next to the Indian Ocean, you have the Swar port. So the transshipment uh, sort of business could become a very interesting new business model. Mm. Mm. Um, now, moving <coughs> forward, uh, what are the kinds of things that. Uh, no, let me go back on that. Uh, which Airports or which part of technology or experience inspired you? Was it technology? Was it experiences in, I don't know, lovely airports in, in Seoul or Changi or Dubai or parts? What inspired you? I mean, when you were thinking through that initial thought process.
1: Mm. Well, uh, airports, it, it's a different, uh, uh, you know, animal by itself. You know, it's, it's too complex. And uh, uh, I don't know what to say. But fortunately or unfortunately, I love to work under pressure. Which is me. And, <laughs> yes, I, I realize that. <laughs> and that's, and airports that's is, why I'm like this. <laughs> <laughs> and airports is actually like that. Yeah, yeah. It's always keeping you on your toes. Yeah. Uh, to, to go back to your question, uh, you know what we do? We don't uh, say like we opened uh, our new airport, Salah <laughs> al-Dukum and Maskat and that's it. No, we go beyond. Um uh, if you know last week I was actually in Istanbul looking at their airport before yes. they open yes to just see what have they done and we didn't do right. and probably go back and try to leverage from that mm-hmm. likewise in Dubai and all other airports you know uh nowadays you need to s- uh, serve you know all kind of uh you know uh, uh taste all kind of passengers you have the elderly, you have the mid-range and the young. Believe it or not, what I do, <clears throat> once every quarter, I sit with my young team who mm. are like 25 years and below yeah. and sit with them and just have an open discussion sure. and see what do they like, what do they want. Sure.
0: For the elderly, I know because I represent <laughs> them. So, <laughs> You know, funny you say that because uh, I have created uh, what I call youth boards, uh, not just as a focus group, because what you're talking about is a focus group. Yes. What I'm talking about is a completely em- empowered uh, young advisory board with an average age of below Good. 25. Nice. And then they report directly to you or to the chairman or together like that. Because if they report to the other board, they'll say, oh, Ah, yeah, young people, CSR mm, project, mm, we look mm, after them. Mm. No. Let them also report directly to you and let this board report together and then you are the integrator of that. And what that starts doing is changing the dynamic uh, of the feedback that you're getting because spend money on at least 50% of the money because these people will represent the future and the older generation will represent compliance, compl- can represent experience, represent uh, engineering and then so on. And the young will represent the digital, uh, you know, their digital natives and they are also uh, uh, engaged in, uh, in user experiences and so mm, on. Mm. So I think it's both. And uh, you know, you would be amongst the earliest adopters of this globally, which could be a nice uh, you know, nice mm. new thing.
1: No, I like the idea actually. And
0: the, uh, the watch company Tag Heuer, they have a, a youth board. How old do you think is the average age of the youth board of Tag Heuer? Yeah. Just guess. 18. Very close, 17. Wow. So you have a 69-year-old CEO wow. and a 17 average age of 17 because they said the watch business is going through an existential threat. Yeah. The 55-year-old CEO doesn't have a clue. The 17-year-old will decide where to spend the money. Yeah, yeah. The 19-year-old will decide where to spend totally the money. Agree. And I think that's the kind of shift that's happening because if you created a new dynamic environment, mm-hmm these young people will of help course. you to drive that. Of course, to it. totally agree. So is there anything that, I, uh, that you would like to speak about that I may have missed in my questions, any comment, any uh, contribution, uh, so that then we can wrap up?
1: Uh, lately, in, in the last uh, five years, what made us different from uh, other reports is like, we've done every read that you can think of. We did, uh, you know, uh, uh, restructuring, uh, uh, redoing our uh, policies, procedures, HR manuals you know everything that you think of we we we've done to make sure that we we bring more talent we attract talent and we uh, uh, be different as uh, as an airport industry mm-hmm. i think uh, what uh, we need to focus on now is to uh, make sure that we listen to our customers uh, and and when i say customers it doesn't mean only yeah. passengers it means like airlines uh, you know Concessionaires inside the airport and everyone else, yeah. and we see what actually uh, they would like to have in the coming future. I think uh, the, uh, uh, the 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 future is in technology nowadays. When when they see that uh, you know jobs will 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 uh, will drop from the market, I think yes, some will do, but there will be lots of new uh, invented uh, jobs. And probably you'll be at home and you'll invent an app and you'll be a billionaire or a millionaire. And this is what happened with, you know, Facebook and, 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 and Twitter and, and those kind of, uh, you know, gadgets that we're using right now.
0: Great. So Oman, as I said, was uh, one of my favorite countries in the world to visit. It's a beautiful place and you created a nice jewel in that beautiful uh, environment. Thank and you. I wish you all the best. Thank you. And I hope to see you, inshallah, the next time I'm inshallah. there. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you very much.